Welcome back to Social Soul Podcast. I'm Haley. And I'm Jess. And today is our 100th episode. Big 100. Kind of crazy. It's actually wild to think that we have done 100 episodes, but I also think it makes sense that like lately we're like, we need to bring on more guests because we have no clue what topics to cover that we haven't previously covered. Yeah, um, we are like burnt out of trying to figure out what to talk about. So this episode is going to be short and sweet, probably Um, just for fun episode. We don't have a guest today, so we're just going to run with some questions that the listeners asked us. Um, And then as always, some fun dating updates for me. Yeah, Jess is saving the dating update for the end of the episode. (laughs) So I also need the dating updates. Because I realize I'm like, I feel like you and I don't really talk outside of our podcast recordings, which I we need to be better about. But we also record once a week. So it's not like we go that long without. But also, this is kind of what we wanted, though, when I moved out here is we talked about like, oh, this will be kind of fun because now our recordings will actually be like actual live me updating you on things yeah. at the same time. Yeah. Whereas before when we lived together, it was like, we had already talked about the things that we had to talk about again. Yeah, it does make the life updates a little juicier. (laughs) (laughs) Juicier. Yeah, it does, right? Because we're like sharing all the details here. Yeah, it makes me more nervous to talk about them. (laughs) (laughs) Because all the guys you're dating are going to (laughs) listen. Any guy Jessica goes on a date with is going to listen to this podcast episode. (laughs) It is so true, though. I actually told myself today... When I was thinking like, okay, I'm going to record today. And I was like, okay, Jessica, you got to be like a little bit more careful with what you're talking about because literally every single guy I've gone on a date with has listened to the latest podcast episode like before going on the date with me. I'm like, fuck. (laughs) Men are really out here doing their research. Would you do that? Like if you went on a date with a guy who – had a podcast would you like listen to the most recent episode of his podcast I don't think I would listen to the most recent one I would probably listen to one maybe not like a whole one but I would be interested like if I didn't know what their voice sounded like I'd be interested to know what their voice sounded like um I'd probably like look through the episodes to see if there was one that like was intriguing um I don't know these men don't even know that I like or at least before they listened, they didn't know I was doing like life update, dating updates. So I'm like, why are y'all choosing the latest one? Like you could have gone back and like saved me some awkwardness because now you like know that I also went on a date with like two other guys. (laughs) Yeah. Like go back to like episode one. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It's (laughs) It's a hot mess and I need to be, I need to be careful out here. So dating update at the end. <laughs> so before we recorded this week, we asked the listeners to send us some questions that we could answer, um, some things that people were wanting to know. And the first question we got, it's kind of a deep one, but somebody asked us to kind of go on and explain like where we were when we started the podcast versus where we are now with the podcast. Um, which is a very general like thing, just <laughs> like who we Except were I, yeah, it could really be anything, but I do feel like 
my priorities have really shifted like since when we started the podcast and like my goals with social media and like coaching and stuff like that were really like high on my priority list. Like I was trying to make money online, um, posting content on like a regular basis. And that was just like what I was doing daily. But my daily life is so fucking different now because I do have like a retail business. So my focus is like more on social media for my business, which I guess essentially it's kind of the same, (laughs) but like less on social media for myself, which sometimes I feel like I beat myself up over of like, oh, I used to do this. Like now I should continue to do that. Or I'm like not doing enough because I'm not doing that. Um, so yeah, I feel like, like work is totally different for me and like social media and. Yeah. I mean, I agree with that. It's completely different for me too, yeah. <laughs> to be honest. I feel like when we started the podcast, we were very much both at a point where sharing like absolutely everything on social media was exactly what we were doing. Yeah. Um, Like we were content creators. Yeah. And like I was very much still dealing with like Lyme disease and all of that, which obviously I still am, but not the same extent. And I was very, you know, sharing about treatments and all of those things and like my day-to-day, how I was feeling, like all of that was on social media. And we started the podcast and then you know, we started the podcast with me talking a lot about it. And then I got to a place where my health was better. So I stopped talking about it as much. And I felt guilty because I'm like, wait, but this is why all of these people are here. <laughs> because yeah. I told them I would talk about it. But I mean, I also at the same time give myself grace because I'm like, life changes, your circumstances change. And I, it's still very much part of my life and I still do talk about it every now and then, but this is also my fucking podcast and it's my social media and I can make it yeah. into whatever I want to make it. And if it changes, then that's just because my life's changing and I'm changing. Yeah. yeah. Like I feel like we're individuals and like as things evolve, like it makes sense that our social media and like the things that we share will evolve too. But it can feel weird, I guess, like shedding those older layers of ourselves. And then we both kind of mentioned the guilt that we felt for maybe neglecting those parts of our community that are there to follow us, you know. So I don't know. But then we still show up here and we still have all this 100 episodes archived of resources for people in those stages of life. So I think that that's actually really cool about having done the podcast and like recorded episodes during all these different phases is that it's all out there for people to see. And yeah, and we we wanted our podcast to be an ever-changing thing. We wanted it to be a realistic like resemblance of our lives and as things have changed, our podcast has changed along with that and that's not a bad thing. Like that's just us being us. That's just us showing up presently as we currently are. Yeah. Yeah, more authentically. Okay, so we got another question, um, and it was for you. So this person asked, what is your favorite part about owning the plant shop? Um, So I think my favorite part is 
the retail side of the business and setting up displays, selecting the inventory that we carry, um, and really just like curating everything that we have in the store. Like I love going to the nursery and picking out which plants we're going to carry. I love looking on our wholesaler and checking out like all of the pots that are available and selecting like the things that I think are cute, working with our sticker designer to like make stickers and selecting which ones we bring in and like that. That's my favorite part. <laughs> well, her favorite part is all of it. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, actually not all of it. <laughs> because, like, like, it wait, no, let me see. Well, me. just because it's like tax season right now and like, I, yeah. So like there are definitely things like that that I don't like. But I think it's really cool because from the time that I left the tanning salon, when I was ready to look for like my career or like my big girl job, you know, I wanted a job in retailing and merchandising. Like that was something that I could definitely see for myself. So it's really cool that that's what I get to do now. Although sometimes I wish I was actually getting paid for all of this work that I'm doing, but I know that I will get there. Um, (laughs) It's just like a labor of love right now. So I remember when I thought owning a business meant you would be rich. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> I'm not even close to rich yet. So I definitely have some work to do. But I really appreciate like people supporting the store and like helping us grow because someday I'll get paid, you know? It just made me laugh because remember when we thought starting a podcast would make us rich too? <laughs> oh my God. I just worked for free. <laughs> One day, oh my God, I'm just like destined to be poor or something. No. These are horrible money manifestations. We're fucking ourselves deeper. Oh Oh my God. Okay, but no, I will say, I like, I, when I think back to when you worked at the tanning salon, there is a lot of similarities between like the parts of that job that you enjoyed. Versus like what you get to do now because you did enjoy that job when you were there, Mm -hmm. you know, certain parts of it. And I feel like this is only an even bigger space for you to like to get to expand on those parts that you liked about the retail business. Yeah. And then also like you get to live out your creative side every single Mm -hmm. day, which we are big, uh, big advocates for both creative people. So yeah, definitely. I like it. Okay, so next question. Somebody asked me, how is your Lyme disease and healing journey? Um, I actually feel like I haven't really talked about it in a while, to be honest. Like maybe random things on Instagram, but I don't think I've really talked about it on the podcast in a Mm -hmm. bit. Um, When I moved to Arizona, I mean, I was in a decent place before I moved here, but when I moved here, the warm weather definitely made me feel even better, which – my doctor had been telling me to move somewhere warm for like two whole years before I did. So he was right about that. It helped me with like the chronic pain and all of that. Um, when I got here, I, well, recently I should say I've kind of overdone things a little bit being single and wanting to explore my city, been going out too much, not taking care of myself in the way that I need to. And that is why I currently sound sick while I'm recording this because I did get sick with something. I don't know what it was, but 
still recovering and there's certain parts of it where I can feel like certain symptoms in my body that I'm like, okay, this, yes, maybe this was the flu, but that's also very much whenever I get something like the flu or COVID or anything of that sort, that's an immune system crash. And when that happens, that's when like the Lyme disease in my body gets happiest because it gets the chance to kind of come back out and play and fuck things up. So now I've been sick for like over a week and I know that that's way longer than you typically are sick from something like that. But that's because my body is just the Lyme disease is happy right now doing its thing, trying to fuck shit up. So I'm trying not to freak out (laughs) because there's always in the back of my mind that like, what if I don't get better? Yeah. Because it's hap- that's what happened at the beginning of all, of all of this. I got the flu and then I got pneumonia and then I never got better. And, you know, 10 months later got diagnosed with Lyme disease. So it's a little scary when things like this happen. But I'm trying to do my best to lay low and find comfort in the fact that I have all of the tools I need that I didn't have last time something like this happened. So, like, I have all the supplements that I should be taking you know, I have the coffee enemas that I can do. I have the all of the detox methods that I didn't know about back then that I've been doing. So I can try to find comfort in that and kind of keeps me cool <laughs> a little bit. But yeah. And then I also, obviously, if things don't get better, I do have a plan, which is bee venom therapy. So there's also a comfort in that, that like, okay, if I can't pull out of this, I do know what my next step is. And yeah. Do I want to have to go there? No. <laughs> like no one wants to have to do another treatment, but you know, I have all the supplies for it. I can start it within a week if I have to. So, you know, it's not it's not the worst. Yeah. Situation, but do you feel like you deal with like like brain fog and like body soreness or like overstimulation? Like are those still things that you find yourself like struggling with? day-to-day not day-to-day um currently yes because I got sick so like I have been losing my words a lot lately like I've been in meetings for work and I've been like trying to say something and I'm like I don't know what I'm trying to say brain fog definitely um currently right now my whole body hurts um and it's like these I don't even know how to describe the body pain I don't think there's any way to describe it to where you would understand it unless you've lived it, <laughs> to be honest, because it's, like, the weirdest body pain. Um, and also just, like, that hungover feeling. So I've had that, like, every day. Like, every day I wake up and I'm just – I feel hungover. And I'm like, okay, yeah. I did not drink last night, so this is great. This yeah. fucking sucks. That's actually the worst is when you wake up feeling hungover and you're like, I did not fucking drink. Like, why do I feel like I'm hungover? Yeah. And then I'm like, cool. I might as well have gone to the club last night. (laughs) Shit. Wish I would have (laughs) known. Well, that's good. So, yeah. That's that's where I'm at with all of that stuff. Yeah. Okay. Another question that we got is how does it feel to be able to influence people in such a positive way through a podcast? Well, I feel like that's for one a compliment because if you feel that way, like that means that we've 
made a positive influence for you. Um, I would say I don't necessarily feel like that's what I'm doing all the time. Like, I guess, (laughs) I guess that makes me feel like a little bit like an imposter. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's really cool. Like, and I, I, I mean, ultimately that's like why I wanted to share about not drinking is to influence people in a positive way to make decisions that feel better and like more aligned for them. So, I mean, I guess ultimately that is our goal with the podcast. So that does feel like really good and like an accomplishment, but I don't recognize that, I guess, within myself. So thank you for saying that. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. And I agree with you because when I read it, I was like, okay, that's awesome that this is somebody that saw us in a positive light. However, I'm also constantly terrified that people aren't seeing me in a positive light. <laughs> Did your aura reading like traumatize you? <laughs> I feel like you were so worried about like what you were like channeling and what you were putting out was so different. <laughs> Okay, for those who didn't listen to the last or the episode with Monica George, my aura was <laughs> I was expressing that I was very strategic and analytical, aka fucking boring. <laughs> but no, I'm not fucked up from that completely, a little bit, slightly. What's so funny though is because like when I think like, you know, you're like kind of a perfectionist, right? And like Mm -hmm. your Enneagram type, like, I feel like when I think about a perfectionist, I think that they would be analytical and like, because you're paying attention to details and like, I don't know. So it's funny that you resent or you look at that as like boring. I don't know. It does sound boring though. Like it sounds like a tax person. I think it's because I'm like single and dating and I'm like, is this what people see me as on dates? They're like, wow, this girl's really strategic. (laughs) Like, (laughs) Makes sense. I get that. I'm like, wait, I'm not like saying, hey, I'm fun and interesting. And mysterious and spontaneous and (laughs) down for whatever. I think that's how I took it. I was like, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) I'm boring. (laughs) Um, well, I feel like that kind of leads into a dating update for sure. (laughs) So, okay. I always am not sure like where I left off on the last (laughs) dating update. Me neither. (laughs) Kind of funny to do these every time. I'm like, fuck, what did I even say last time? Um, obviously I've been sick for like a week and a half, so I haven't gone out. So are you like online texting anybody like so I'm on Raya still look at this which that app still confuses the fuck out of me I'll be honest nobody talks to each other on there I don't know why I'm there I think everybody's just there to admire each other's good looks and just not say anything to each other (laughs) it's like an app that you get on to be able to say that you're on that app literally so this literally happened I matched with this guy and then so in order to be approved for Raya you have to have an Instagram account connected so that they can verify like who you are so when you come across somebody's profile you can click their Instagram handle and like look at their Instagram right so I did that with this guy um I matched with him I sent him a message 
He never responded. And then I had like went and followed him on Instagram because I liked his Instagram. And then he followed me back on Instagram, but still didn't say anything. And then I was like, okay, this motherfucker. So then I messaged him. And I don't remember exactly what I said, but I was like, I said like some joke about like, do we all just like not talk to each other on Raya or something? Like, is that <laughs> what the app's for? <laughs> like, we just all come here, you know? <laughs> and then he responded to my message and was like, oh yeah, I actually haven't got on that app in a while. And I'm like, so we really are all here just to say that we're here. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. And then it's like just back to social media for dating. Which I guess I like that part about it, that they have like the Instagram attached to it because then you can like obviously really see who that person is by a dating profile. You can't always really tell a lot about yeah. them because it's like their best foot forward where Instagram there's obviously a little bit more. And I feel like you can end up seeing mutual connections when you go to their Instagram if you were to have any. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know. I told myself I'd give it a month. A month on the app? On Raya. It's, I think, been about a month. Why are you giving yourself a limit? What do you mean? Do you have to pay because, for it? Yeah, you pay for it. And I'm like, I don't oh. want to pay for this shit if nothing's happening here. But, I don't know, it's still kind of interesting to me because it's new. So, I don't know. We'll see what happens there. But I did delete <laughs> the other apps because okay. I... I get so overwhelmed on them. Okay. So I don't know if anybody saw me post onto my Instagram stories the reel that some girl made about like your dating app is a tool, not entertainment. It's so easy to act like your dating app is just another social media thing. Yeah. And to just like go into it and just when you're bored, just swipe on people. And then like I have a bad habit of doing this like – like I'm fucking bored so I go on hinge swipe on a bunch of people and then I matched with them so I go I went back into so okay this is a longer story than what I'm explaining (laughs) um I got bored went on hinge did a bunch of swipes went off the app for like a week just didn't go into it went back into it and I had 42 messages you swiped on that many people well, some of them were, like, existing people I had already matched with that I just, like, never continued oh. the conversation with because I had gotten off the app. Look at you, 42. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? And then I was just like, I can't emotionally handle this. Like, I can't. I, can't, I don't know what to do. <laughs> so I just deleted it. You should almost be able to, like, rank your, like, who you match with, like, this is like low, medium, high priority. And then like your inbox like filters it or something. Yeah, that would be nice. Um, Another thing I do like about Raya is it only shows you a certain amount of people every day. So you can't do that. Like you run out of options and it's like, sorry, bitch, you need to talk to people that you've already connected with (laughs) for more. (laughs) I'm like, thank you. I appreciate you. I've got your back. (laughs) That's actually really smart. That's very smart. Yeah, it is smart. Um, so, yeah, Raya is the only dating app I'm using. Um, I do have potentially two dates set up for this weekend. So if this you're listening to this episode when it drops, potentially I will have two dates. 
Like if you feel okay, what's potential? If I feel okay, yeah, that's okay. the potential. Are um, these first dates, continuations? One is a first date. One is a second date. And then are these like Friday, Saturday, Saturday, Sunday, like Saturday, um, Saturday? <laughs> one is on Sunday. And I chose Sunday night instead of Saturday night because my parents are going to be here on Saturday and I didn't want to do everything in one day. Um, And the other one is potentially Friday. It's not completely confirmed yet because he's currently out of town. Coming back. When what day he's coming back is kind of up in the air. So. And that's the second date guy. And I talked about him previously on an episode, I think. And then the first date guy, actually, it's kind of funny. I matched with him on Bumble like, I don't know, a month ago. Very short conversation. Started texting. And our schedules, like, no, just never lined up in, like, the first two weeks of talking. And then I kind of got irritated with dating, and I texted him, and I was like, hey, I'm not really into dating right now. So, like, sorry we didn't get to meet, but (laughs) – You're so up and down. (laughs) Okay, but this was so sweet. Okay, so he was like, totally understand. Like, sorry we didn't get a chance to meet. Um, Maybe we will in the future. And then we, like, went our separate ways. But then, like, two days ago, he texted me, and he was like, hey, I'm not sure if you're, like, back into the dating world yet, but I would still really like to meet you. Um, you know, if you're up for it, I'd love to take you to dinner. And I was like, oh, that was so sweet. So I was like, okay, yeah, you can take me out. (laughs) (laughs) Because you are dating. So good. (laughs) Yes, I am back in the dating scene. So I actually kind of honestly, I was glad that he messaged me because I kind of forgot, but about him, (laughs) to be quite honest. (laughs) But I I do have some juicier gossip. Is it dating gossip? Yeah. Um, like, what is this? <laughs> I don't even know, like, how to go about this or say this, but there is somebody that I've been talking to a lot that I'm really into, but there's only one problem. He lives across the country, so... So how'd you guys meet? So this was the guy that I met in Sedona. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. So you talked about him on the show. Yeah. Yes, the Birkenstocks and socks or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. God, I hope he doesn't listen to this. He listens to the last He already listened. Thought. He's going to listen. <laughs> if he made it to the end. <laughs> no, but like – Ever since we met, we've stayed in contact and we just like keep every day we like talk more and more and more like we've FaceTimed each other. We've talked on the phone, like all of the stuff. And I do really fucking like him. So it sucks. Um, And I'm I was not even going to say this because like I don't want other people that I'm going on dates with here to like think they're like oh she's off the market because I'm by no means off the market like this is (laughs) we very much have like a agreement that we enjoy each other but like we live across the country so realistically like he's still going out with people I'm still going out with people we talk about like the dates that we go on with each other like 
it's not like we are exclusive by any means. But I'm putting this out there because I want the universe to help me. I want to manifest something with this guy. Um, We did talk about potentially planning a trip to see each other. What? Yeah, I know. Oh, my God. This is the update we needed. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Yeah. That's so wild. It is really, really wild. And I was not expecting it by any means, but... Does he live in? Get along very well. Can you say what state he lives in? Uh, he lives in Virginia. Okay. Right outside Washington D.C., which apparently I didn't even know those. I don't know anything about the East Coast, so it confuses me <laughs> that they can go to like six major cities in two hours. I don't understand it. It's because they have like good public transportation too. Well, and the states are still so much smaller than, like, over here on the West Coast. Very true. But, yeah, so I'm saying that on here to put it out into the universe in hopes that I can actually plan a trip to see him. Wow. Yeah, I know. That's That's cool. That's exciting. Should we end it on that note? (sighs) Yeah, let's end it on that. I don't need to say any more sappy shit. Well, we do appreciate you guys tuning in for the episode. Um, Thanks for, like, supporting us so that we continued on and made it to 100 episodes. We appreciate it. If you can leave us a review, we would greatly appreciate that as well because it will help us find more people to connect with. Um, Yeah, thank you guys so much for being here. We'll catch you next time. Yeah, thank you for listening, and cheers to 100 more episodes after this.